This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. I recently flew Delta, I want to say about a week ago now, and I was coming back home from being in Atlanta for a speaking engagement, and Delta just gave me such a wonderful experience. And it really was the icing on the cake of just such an amazing weekend that I had. Some of the things that I loved particularly about my Delta airline experience was first, the amazing customer service. Everyone there was so kind, so welcoming, so present, so attentive. And a small thing, but was big to me, was just something simple as having headphones so that I can enjoy more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. I mean, my flight wasn't that long, but I got to catch up on a movie, some shows, just things I don't have time to do usually at home. I was able to enjoy that in the air. Delta also offers fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi, and it's available for SkyMiles members. Being able to access the Wi-Fi, I was able to order some groceries and just get a head start on my week. It was a great end to my experience and ushered me right back in to be at home. So even if you're not home yet, Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude I wanted to eat everything, and I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. This episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast is brought to you by the Blessed and Bossed Up Society. If you've ever felt alone in your journey and wanted to be around women who get it, women who love God and are about their business, Blessed and Bossed Up Society is for you. This membership community gives you a ton of resources from myself as well as outside experts to help you grow in your faith and your business. To learn more, visit www.blessedandbossedup.com slash community. Again, that's blessedandbossedup.com slash community. Let's start the show. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. Y'all, 
guess what? We are doing a giveaway. Whoop, 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 whoop. I'm super excited about this giveaway. I know that there are people out there who want to come to the tour. They may even want to be a part of the VIP experience, but you don't have the funds to do so. So I want to be a blessing to you guys. That's why I'm doing this challenge. I want to help four people come to the God is my CEO tour with myself and Kavaya. So here are the rules. Listen up. Pull over on the side of the road if you need to. Put the weights down if you at the gym. If you at home, tell the kids to hush up for a second. Whatever it is you got to do. Here are the rules. We're giving away four VIP tickets. I'm not giving away general admission. I'm giving away VIP tickets because I don't just want you to come to the event. I want you to come get treated like royalty. Well, everybody gets treated like royalty, but I want you to come and be VIP so that you could come and hang out with us so we can go to dinner. I would love to talk to you, sit down with you, get to know you a little bit better. So we want you to just come and experience the full shebang. So I'm giving away VIP tickets included with the VIP tickets. Of course, you get the digital version of my my book, my journal, my devotional that hasn't even been released yet. Um, Kavaya's book, Kavaya's journal, but I'm also going to give you the physical copy of all of my products so that you have that as well. So here are the rules. Y'all listening? Y'all listening? Here are the rules. Okay. Rule number one, you must follow blessed and bossed up on the gram. That's blessed and bossed up. Follow us on the gram. You also have to follow myself, Tatum Tamia, on the gram, T-A-T-U-M-T-E-M-I-A. So you don't follow Blessed and Bossed Up. You don't follow me. Then the last thing you have to do is post a video in your stories about how Blessed and Bossed Up has impacted your life. I want to hear your story. I want to know how this crazy podcast that God has just given me the grace to do every single week for the last two years has impacted your life. Um, it's okay if you haven't been listening from the beginning, but I just want to know how blessed and bossed up has impacted your life. And that's it. That's all you got to do. Y'all ain't got to do no tricks. You ain't got to show no special talents. You ain't got to do nothing other than these three things. So one more time, follow blessed and bossed up on Instagram, follow Tatum Tamia. That's me on Instagram. And post a video in your stories about how Blessed and Bossed Up has impacted your life. I want to give away VIP tickets in each city. So let me know what city you in as well so we know which uh, city to send you the ticket for. So when you tell me your video, just say, hey, my name is such and such from whatever city. And um, or if you're not in one of the cities that we're going to, tell me what city you want to go to. I mean, you might want to come to D.C., you know, they trying to mute Gogo, but you might want to come see what Gogo and Mumbo Sauce is all about. I don't know. You might want to, you might be a little bit classier than that. want to go to the new African-American museum. You might want to go to the ATL. You might want to go to Chicago. I don't know. But let me know either the city you're in or the city you want to go to so that we can make sure we uh, hook you up with the right place. So again, follow me on Instagram, follow Blessed and Bossed Up on Instagram and let me know in your stories how Blessed and Bossed Up has impacted your life. Make sure you tag me so that I actually see it. Um, tag Tatum Tamia so that I actually see it. Um, this giveaway starts today, April 15th, Monday. It starts today. The, video, the uh, giveaway ends on Friday, April 19th. 
Over the weekend, we're going to choose the winter, winners. And then the following Monday, um, I'll announce the winners right here on the podcast. So you ain't even about to have to wait long. I'm going to let you know by this time next week, you're going to know if you got that VIP ticket or not. So I'm excited to hear your stories. I'm excited to bless you so that you could come and enjoy this God is my CEO experience and all that God is going to do. And yeah, let's get the giveaway started, y'all. <laughs> so again go to if you want to learn more about the tour if you just want to get a general admission ticket or if you want to buy tickets for your friends or whatever go to godismyceotour.com now let's get into today's show so in today's show you guys I'm actually recording this a little bit differently than normal usually when I record the podcast um I just have my notes lined up and I know what I'm going to talk about. Me and God already consulted. I got it down. I got my little church announcements I'm going to do. And it's time to rock and roll. But this morning, I'm actually going to record the church announcements after and kind of edit it in as if I did it that way. Um, Because I just got I had to hit record. I couldn't even get through the announcements part because I have this burden on my heart. And I was praying today. And it's man, it's so crazy that this show is never the same. Like I be having ideas for where I want this podcast to go and how I want to to do certain things, how I want the format to be. And God just does whatever he wants. And as a as a servant and somebody who isn't the owner of this podcast, but just a steward over the things that God has given me temporary con- temporary um management over. I have to be obedient to whatever God wants to do. And I commit to being obedient to whatever God wants to do. So sometimes I get a little bit frustrated because I'm like, uh, I feel like I'm saying a lot of the same things or man, I want to do this this way. I want to add this segment to the show. And God is just like, no, open your mouth. (laughs) That's all I need you to do. And let me speak through you. So, um, I had to record this one a little different because I just have this burden on my heart. So, um, I'm, I believe that today God just really wants to speak through me to his people. So this episode may be long. It may be short. I have no idea, but I'm just being obedient and hitting record. I don't have any notes or anything. Um, So I just ask Holy Spirit to have your way throughout this show. So um, we got here because I was having praise and worship. So I'm just in my room worship music playing, speaking in tongues, because I really didn't have anything specific to pray for. I just spoke in tongues. Um, I knew I wanted to seek God on behalf of this show. So I'm just speaking in tongues. Some things came up about me um, personally as I'm praying that I had to write down some things that God wants to do in my marriage that I had to write down. I didn't even go (laughs) into prayer, praise and worship, thinking about or seeking God on behalf of my marriage, but God always knows what we need. So I'm praying, speaking in tongues, and then I get to the point where I'm like, okay, God, what do you want this podcast to be about today? And so I started writing, and as I was writing and I finished, I'm like, well, God, how am I going to put this together? And he's like, just speak. So I'm writing down um, what God wanted to talk about today. And so what I got in that in my prayer time was my people are clogging up their businesses with things that don't apply to them. Their minds are cloudy. They're running on a hamster wheel. And what? Hold on. Their minds are cloudy. They're running on a hamster wheel, not getting things done. A lot is going on 
with no clear vision, no clear objectives, no clear goals other than they want it to work and they want to be successful. I need them to unclog their eyes and their ears so that I can get straight to their heart. My voice is getting drowned out by the noise. Teach them how to unclog. And so I'm like, that's why my heart is burdened because I even began to look up what a cloth I thought about clog clogged arteries as I was writing that down and so I went to google and I was like what is a what happens when an artery is clogged and after a quick google search what I saw was clogged or blocked blocked arteries can stop fresh blood from reaching parts of the body which can put a person at risk of a heart attack heart failure or stroke we get clogged arteries Because the contents of the things that we are consuming are not good for us. They have a lot of sodium, a lot of sugar, a lot of fat, a lot of things that just aren't good for us that are causing us, our hearts or our arteries, excuse me, to be clogged. So then once we get to the point where these arteries are clogged, they stop, they can stop fresh blood from reaching parts of the body which can put you at risk of a heart attack, heart failure, failure, or stroke. When we are consuming things, whether it's what we are watching, what we're listening to, when the, the content, the contents of what we're consuming is not good for us, it clogs our arteries. Now, it's important to note that I told you I'm in the Old Testament. So as I'm reading, there is um, in Exodus God was telling them it was a period of time where they were to not eat bread without yeast. And so for the life of me, I couldn't figure out like, what was it about yeast that God has such a problem with? So I go down my rabbit hole of finding an answer to my problem. And what I realized was that um, even a little bit of yeast in the bread can change the whole structure, texture, shape of the loaf. And so what happens was in this back in this this time, the yeast was was symbolic of sin. So sin, even just a little bit, can change the whole trajectory of what a thing is supposed to be. So uh, by eating bread without yeast, you were eating the bread in its purest form. And that's what God wanted during that particular time. And so for us, when we talk about our arteries getting clogged, it's important to understand that even the things we're consuming, even if it's a little bit negative, even if it's a little bit diluted with something that is not of God, even if it's just a little bit of sodium in it, whatever, it can clog us up and stop that fresh blood, that fresh wind, that fresh perspective, that fresh idea, that fresh creativity that God wants to get to you. And my heart is burdened because I know what it feels like to totally be at the mercy of God. And what I mean by that is I genuinely have a heart to please God. Y'all could never listen to this show again for as long as I am obedient, I am good. My desire is only to please God. Everything else is a bonus. So because I'm I'm in this place and I understand the peace that comes with that, 
Because it's not, I think we get caught up as entrepreneurs in the success, the money, the likes, the things, the all of this. Now, all of that stuff is cool. But the second that it becomes more important than pleasing God, it is an idol in your life and you're out of order. And you need to turn back ASAP. But my heart is really burdened when it comes to this topic, because I know the reason why we get so clogged up, the reason why we listen to all these these business podcasts and read all of these self-help books and take all of these online courses and do all of these things is because we have this this desire to be successful, because we have this desire to make this idea work. We have this desire to prove everybody who told us that we weren't going to amount to anything wrong. We have this desire to build a legacy for our children we have this desire to be the best wife that we could be to prove we could have it all to prove that we can be successful at home and in business we have these these desires and there's nothing wrong with with it God said that he's going to give us the desires of our heart lead us down a path to where we're seeking answers and not God the problem happens when we're seeking the answer in in the world and not from not from God ourselves is where we start to get clogged where we start to to lose track like he said when we start to get on this hamster wheel of not getting anything done that's when there's a problem that's when we start to block God out that's when we've accumulated so much information that we that God's voice isn't even prevalent anymore and I believe he wanted to just get me on here to press record to open my mouth because that's a place that a lot of us are in a lot of you guys that are listening to are in we are out of the first quarter of this year we're in the second quarter now so that high of new year new goals is worn off all of that excitement about it being 2019 and it's new and everything is past. You're going to do X, Y, Z in a new year. All of those those feelings are gone. And now you're stuck with the result of what you've actually done. And that may trigger something in you to feel like I need to do more or I need to seek new information so that I can get better at this. And it triggers the hustler in you or it, it taps at the grind and it makes you forget about the grace. And I was talking to somebody earlier today and we were talking about um, she was listening to a podcast and this particular podcast talks a lot about the grind. And I used to listen to the show as well. And I was telling her that I had to separate myself from it because it was it took away it placed the importance of the grind over the significance of God's grace. And that was a problem for me. Um, And I believe that in this entrepreneurship culture, that's what happens. It's this hustler's mentality is I got to outwork everybody. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to get in this course. I got to invest in myself. I got to do these things. But sometimes investing in yourself is getting before God or investing in yourself is taking a step back and being like, you know what? Why am I in a rush? I need to, to instead of trying to rush to this finish line to whatever success is to the point where I'm allowing my arteries to get so clogged, I'm putting myself at risk. I need to instead take a step back and make sure that I'm in alignment with what God wants me to do. 
So I had to really get on here and talk to you guys and spread this message about getting unclogged and being obedient about it. And when my heart started to get burdened from it, I was like, yeah, I have to just be obedient and just speak because I really want all of y'all to experience the freedom that comes along with surrendering all to God and surrendering is hard. That's why a lot of women struggle with submitting to their husbands. It's easy. It's easy for me to submit to my husband because I practice submitting to God for uh, uh, so long. You know what I mean? And And I practice denying my flesh and denying me so that I can get in alignment with God for so long to where now it's easier to submit to the man that God has placed at the head of our household. It's easy for me to do that because I practice submitting to God and allowing him to lead me. So, um, yeah, it's, it's difficult for us to unclog. So if I had to tell you anything, I told you I didn't take any notes. I just wanted to allow the Holy Spirit to have his way and to get his message across and didn't really need to take 45 minutes to do it. I'm going to answer some questions because I know how y'all get. Y'all be like, Tatum, we want more. So, um, but yeah, if I had to give you anything, I would tell you to just take a break from everything. And Courtney Sanders talks about this on her podcast. She talks about doing an information fast. And it's funny because it's something I've been just practicing in my real life and not talking too, too much about, um, not really knowing what to call it. And she put a great name to it. So I'm gonna link her podcast to your show notes because you just need to be listening to it anyway. But, um, she calls it an information fast where she went through this period where she was, she wanted to just kind of separate and unclog, take a step back from the podcast, from the, the um, courses or the books and the personal development and all of that and allow it, allow her mind to be clear to just hear from God. So I'm going to link that to the show notes. Cause I think it, she definitely explains it very well. Um, but yeah, if I had to give you guys any tips on being unclogged, I would tell you to do what Courtney did and do an information fast. Take a step back. Just take a step back. That's what I, it's your homework for this week is to take a step back, get off social media, put, close the laptop, get a, a physical Bible, take a step back and sit before God and be like, God, forgive me for allowing the world's voice to be louder than yours for allowing um, things to come in and seep in to where my life is so noisy, I can't even hear from you. Take a step back, cancel your appointments for a day or two, like reschedule them joints, do whatever it is you got to do. Use some of your leave from work, do whatever it is you have to do, but take a step back and unclog because I believe that we're in a season where God is, is restructuring some stuff. We're in a season where People are, are in high places are getting exposed for the wickedness that's there, where God is is dealing with those who have hurt people, who have hurt his sheep, who have been seeking him. And God has been training and raising up people in the background that you don't even know about um, and that you may know about, but you may not even understand the magnitude of what God was doing in their life. He's been doing that. And I believe it's just about to be a, a, a shift in the kingdom where God is doing some new things. And a lot of you are supposed to be of in that shift, but you're missing the instructions because your life is too loud. You're missing the instructions and the things that God wants to tell you because you're allowing your arteries to get clogged with all of the toxins and the content you're consuming. 
So that's your homework for this week. I mean, that last little 30 second bit was a word in and of itself. So that's your homework for this week. I'm going to take a break and I'm going to answer a couple questions. Okay, let's answer some questions. I hope you guys got a lot out of that. I don't even know what to call it. Um, at the beginning of the episode, I feel a lot better right now. Um, the burden is really lifted off of my heart. So I pray that you guys really receive what I believe God wanted to just get me to convey to you because I don't know, you guys listen to this show every week. So it's probably the only way that he could have gotten the message to you, which you're hearing it loud and clear. And I want to be clear. If you got to cut this podcast off, cut it off in order to hear God for yourself, period. Mute me if you need to. I don't care. I want you to seek God for yourself and for him to transform you. And I am cool with you closing the door on me in order to get that. Um, So, yeah, I just wanted to make that very, very clear. But let's answer some questions. If you want to submit a question to get answered on the show, you can slide in my DMs at Tatum Tamia on Instagram. That's how I answer the questions. Um, So the first one says, Hi Tatum, I hope all is well. My friend recently recommended your podcast because I'm looking to to get closer to God on my entrepreneurial slash life journey. I've been playing catch up and thank you for the gems I've learned thus far. You're welcome, girl. You may have touched upon this before, but I just moved to LA from New York for a new job. A whole new start. It's been so exciting and challenging at the same time. The one thing that has been a constant issue for me is that my boss is toxic and just not working for me. And that's just not working for me on my mission. Prerequisite, I'm not just writing her off as toxic without analyzing all parts. I really like her, but she is toxic. And I've spoken to my therapist about it. And she also mentioned it sounds like a mixture of cultural ignorance as well. I can work with that, but it does noticeably make our interactions awkward. What bothers me the most about it is that It's her way of connecting with me is to talk down on our coworkers. And I just don't want to have those combos. Do you have any recommendations on how I can, how I can operate in this environment? Yes. So I want to commend you for taking that move from New York to LA. I want to make sure I didn't say it backwards. Yeah. I want to commend you for making that move to LA from New York. That's a big step. I'm sure it took a lot of faith for you to do that. So congratulations on you for that. Um, something that I like to practice within myself when it comes to, to dealing with people that give me a hard time or is not, I guess, an easy encounter is I like to think about the kind of grace that God gives me when I'm not easy to deal with. So I would say, give her the same grace that God will give you. And honestly, what I would do is I would probably have like some little midday prayer times where I go in the bathroom and ain't gotta be long. Just like God, please give me the grace to handle her the same grace that you use to handle me when I'm talking about people, when I'm, I'm saying that I'm going to do something and I'm not doing it. When I tell you, I'm going to spend time with you and I don't, when I'm out here being ratchet and uh, saying that I want you to deliver me, God, just give me that same grace that you gave everybody in the Bible when they was doing whatever they wanted to do. And you constantly tried to give them new ways and new opportunities to turn back to you and turn against their wicked ways. So God, Give me this same grace. I need you to fill my grace tank as I'm dealing with this lady because sis is nuts. Like that would be my prayer. I would be in the bathroom like that. Um, So my advice would just be to say a prayer and ask for grace. Ask God to give you the strength to give her grace. Um, In addition to that, though, I would make my boundaries very clear because you definitely said in particular, like what bothers you the most 
is her way of connecting with you is to talk about other people. And a lot of people are like that. And a lot of people are used to us just wanting to spill tea and talk about everybody's business, because honestly, that's the culture that we've created um, in society and pop culture or whatever, is that we like to spill tea and talk about people. But for you, what I would do is say, it's difficult because you at work and she's your boss and you don't want to, she's obviously messy and you don't want to create more mess than necessary. So I would honestly change the subject whenever she talks about people. So let's say we're talking about a project that's due and let's say she'd be like, well, I'm glad you here because Sarah in marketing just don't be doing what I tell her to do. I feel like her husband cheating on her, like whatever. I would be like, so what part of the project I will find a way to get back to the point of us even talking in the first place. And you got to be a little strategic about how you do it without being rude, but just find a way to get back into the conversation. Um, That's what I would do because in friendship circles, it's a lot easier to draw that boundary. Like, look, I'm not really about the whole gossiping thing. If you want to be talking about people, we don't really need to talk. It's easier to handle it in friendship situations because you can be straightforward and blunt like that. But sometimes at work, you got to play an unnecessary game. I don't miss it at all. But if I were you, I would just, as she starts talking about other people, find a way to bring the conversation back to the topic at hand. Um, And then limit the idle time that y'all have together. Like uh, the, the chopping it up in the break room, I would limit that just because you don't want to put yourself in these situations. Um, so that's the best advice I got, sis. <laughs> a part of the reason why I knew I wouldn't fit for a nine to five is because I would straight up have told lady, like, listen, you talk about people a lot and I ain't really trying to hear that. Can we get back to the work? <laughs> so I'm a very blunt and straight forward person. I'm probably not the best one to give you advice about this, but That's what I would do if I was you to kind of tolerate it while you're in this season, limit that extra idle chatter. And then whenever she does try to talk about other people, just bring it back to something relevant that doesn't involve somebody else's business. Um, And then ask God for grace when dealing with her, because it can be stressful. I mean, you spend a lot of time at work. 40 hours a week is a long time to be dealing with people, especially toxic people. And then also I'm going to put on my Tish self-care hat is to find ways for you to kind of just de- detox from all of that after the workday is over. So you're not taking all of this stuff with you home into your personal life. So just kind of figuring out some some self-care t- tips that you can implement in work as well as um, after work. Slide in Tish DMs and ask her. I'm not the self-care expert, but that's something I would do as well. The next question says, hi, Tatum, I would like to know if you could offer some advice in this area if it's not too personal. I've been celibate for three years now. I knew I wanted to take my relationship with God serious. So I began to pray and ask for the removal of distractions, worldly friendships and sexual desires until I'm married. The first two years were okay, but I don't know. Year three seems to be such a struggle. Sex pops up on my mind often. I pray about it, but my flesh seems so strong. I spoke to one of my seasoned sisters in the church who prayed with me and informed me that God knows the desires of my heart. And she told me to pray. She told me to pray about and for my husband. She told me not to be ashamed, not guilty for how I feel. I do want to save myself for God and my husband. I don't want to set myself back because I gave into my sexual desires. Do you have any advice on how to battle sexual desires while dating? 
Um, this is a great question. I get asked this question a lot and I don't always answer it. Um, mainly because this is an area that I failed in. So this is something that I would give you advice based off of how I failed. Um, but then also do my job of redirecting you back to God. So the advice, um, that I would give you first, I want you to kind of look at how far you've come. You said that you've been celibate for three years and you said the first two years were okay, but year three seems to be a struggle. You've come very, you went two years without giving into the sexual desire. So a lot of times we can get so used to something that it no longer is a big deal. So you may have been so used to, I guess, being celibate up until this point that you feel like you have to do something different. But if you've been celibate for three years and year three seems to be hard, what is it about what what was it that you were doing that was working? Because maybe that's what you need to tap into. And then also take a look at why this is hard all of a sudden now. Um, you did say that sex pops up in your mind often. So what is it that's triggering that? You know, is it maybe something you watching on TV that you may have been able to watch for the, the last two years, but now it, it, it seems to be affecting you? Is that it? If so, that's what you need to eliminate. So I would really take a step back and take inventory on what has worked for up and what has worked for the last two years and what seems to be triggering these desires in me now. So for me personally, I, like I said, I failed in this area. I was able to be celibate up until I got into a relationship. And the problem was because I was in a relationship, I got comfortable and I kept putting myself in positions um, where having sex was easy. So what I would tell you from my mistakes and what I did wrong is as you're dating and trying to be celibate, don't put yourself in situations where sex is easy. You know, don't put yourself in situations where y'all are, let's say, Netflix and chilling when you know that that's something that you're struggling with. You can't you said that you're flesh. Well, I will get to that in a second, but don't put yourself in situations where it's easy to give in. I think if I was to go back, there are a lot of things that I would have done very differently in order to maintain that vow that I did have all intentions of keeping but I didn't, you know, I, that, like I said, that was an area that I failed in. So I definitely commend you um, for maintaining your celibacy up until this point. And I believe that, like I said before, like this is a time to really analyze what was working for the last two years and also take a look at where did the shift happen and how can you um, make adjustments with life now so that you maintain on that path. But you definitely have come way too far, girl, to give in now. Um, but you also said, I pray about it, but my flesh seems so strong. So I would challenge you to change your perspective here. You said, I pray about it, but. So my grandma used to always tell me when there's a but in a sentence, then you're pretty much negating everything that you said before. And so I'm going to uh, tap into grandma wisdom and say that you're neglecting the power of prayer. By you saying, but my flesh seems so strong, it's, it's coming off as if your flesh is stronger than prayer when it's not. So I think you should you should switch this up and say, my flesh, my flesh seems so strong, but I pray about it. So if I were you, I would definitely take the take the focus off of the desire and put the focus back into God. When I think about temptation now, the things that I've tempted, maybe taking back control of my business or 
um, giving into my emotions as opposed to pressing into God or going against something that I said I was going to do, whatever the temptation may be. I always remind myself that, that God will never tempt me more than, um, I'm able to withstand. So anytime that even going to sexual sin, anytime that I gave into sexual sin, it was because I gave into my flesh. It wasn't because my flesh was stronger than God It's because I chose to give into my flesh. Um, but the word says that he will never give us up, allow us to be tempted without providing a way out. So that's something that you should pray about as well. Like, God, please highlight the way out so that that I'm focusing on the way out and not the desires, not the situation, not the fact that he's so fine, not the fact that I love him so much. And it seems natural to just give my body like don't focus on that. Focus on God and his promises. And God is going to honor you for honoring him. Like what you're doing is so important. It's not about I'm saving myself for my husband. You're saving yourself because because you're honoring God period. And I think we have to, we have to put God back in this place of, of greatness, of holiness, of a place where we are, are worthy. We are so, um, what's the best way to say it? Well, we put him on such a pedestal. There it is. We put him on such a pedestal. I think we've, we've taken God off the pedestal that he deserves to stay on. And so when we do that is when it's a lot easier. When we take him off the pedestal is when it's a lot easier to kind of give into to these things. But I think that you should really remind yourself of how great God is and remind yourself that you're honoring your body for God, not just your husband. He's going to send you your husband, but you're honoring yourself for God. And I, I said this to somebody before when we were answering a question don't put so much stock in the, my husband, my husband, my husband. Cause well, what happened is then you'll end up marrying a joker that God ain't even send you because you felt like, Oh, he's the one because your emotions told you that. And because you was ready to finally have sex, you just gave in to this joker that God sent you. So take the, even take the, the weight out of the husband and leave it on God. So that way, even if the enemy does send you somebody that you wasn't even supposed to be connected with you, let me tell you something. You ain't wait all these years to have sex, to give it up to somebody that ain't the one that God sent for you. Okay. So stay strong, girl. I'm going to pray for you. Um, and like I said, magnify God, take inventory on things, um, so that you could kind of practically see what's, what's going on here. Ask God for, um, to take the scales off your eyes to kind of see what's happening so that, so that you can understand how to continue to press forward, but also don't put too much weight either into I'm waiting for my husband, I'm waiting for my husband because then that can make us blind to red flags that we need to be paying attention to. So that's it for the question. You guys, I'm going to end the podcast here. I love you guys. Be sure to get your tickets um, to our tour at God is my CEO tour.com. And I will talk to you guys next week.